baby. Yeah. Welcome back to the break room, our daily show that keeps you updated on all the hot nerd news. We are remote once again. Got no internet at the office, so we're all internet from home, baby. Uh, we hope to have that fixed sometime this week, but we appreciate you if you're watching. Uh, this is not a permanent change to the break room. We'll be back in our cool studio before you know it. Uh, but today we will be coming at you remote uh, and we'll be uh, covering some pretty hot updates from Wakanda Forever. We got some Stranger Things, some Top Gun uh, news, some Mission Impossible, a lot of stuff to cover here. And with me to cover it, we've got... Uh, the um, goose to my maverick, Mr. Tommy Bechtold. Hey, thanks for having me, Zach. It's great to be here. <laughs> Feeling very formal on the Monday. Goose is the uh, one that I'm dies. Just isn't messing it? around. Where's my hangover gang at? Who's picking up the pieces on a fine Monday? Who went to bed last night and said I could make some changes and woke up feeling like shit? Took two more hours of a nap, and now they're thinking about everything they've ever done wrong. If you're with me. Drop some money in that super chat. Yes, we'll get, we'll go back to that super chat in a second. Uh, the um, the Ice Man to my Maverick. We've got Mr. Brandon Barrick. <laughs> oh, oh heck man, yeah! <laughs> I'll take I'll take you down. The rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm here, yes, baby. Yes, back in the flesh. <laughs> We're happy to have you back, Brandon. And uh, joining us once again, normally off screen, currently on screen, the F-16 to my Maverick. We've got Mr. John Costa. <laughs> you can ride me all day, Zach. No problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, a little, little paraphrasing. Those are, those are, those are Friday vibes right. for a Monday show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Monday's the new Friday, baby. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Super Chats, we're rocking our, our our normal reverse swear jar. The the second we hit $100 in total Super Chats, it unlocks a swear that uh, one of the hosts can use indiscriminately. The first one that notices it gets to drop it mid-sentence. Uh, otherwise, we're not supposed to curse, though Tommy might have dropped an S-bomb in his intro. Oh, Who's he counting? did. I'm so sorry. Who's counting? Uh, but first, the headlines. Ah, um, in an interview with Polygon, Doctor Strange and Loki writer Michael Waldron said he's hoping the events of Multiverse of Madness will make for an even weirder season two of Loki. He was quoted as saying, nothing is in the movie by accident. Kevin Feige is certainly aware of the implications of everything here, you know? They're not spirits of the damned, just for spirits of the damned sake. If I have a penny for every time I've heard that said, you know? <laughs> I'm a how many MCU films do you think have accidental stuff in them that, that Kevin Feige Ooh. didn't approve? Think accidental? Yeah. Well, well, I think I don't like the term accident because I do think like choices were made maybe just to like advance mm. the plot of a single movie or to get it done in that day's shoot or whatever without thinking long-term applications. But yeah, there felt like there was a lot of those in those early movies, right? I mean, I think the only accident was that post-credit from Iron Man when he's like, the Avengers initiative. And they're like, oh, he pluralized it. Ugh. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Democratically elected leader. Yeah. Could Tommy, could we hear what that State of the Union might sound like? 
<laughs> My fellow spirits of the damned, I come before you, a humble spirit of the damned, and I admit things aren't going as well as we'd hope. Strange. <laughs> Thank you. But that's good, right? You, Things Tony. shouldn't be going well. It's like oh, the opposite, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, golf. Lower is better. <laughs> Not like basketball, where higher is better. Why am I just turning into Mark Hamill's skeleton? <laughs> also, rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness crossed the 800 million mark at the box office, worldwide box office. Over the weekend, uh, that puts it ahead of the Batman to become the number one comic book movie of 2022. Really, the number one movie of 2022, right? Nothing's beating it because uh, we're counting. Uh, Are we sure that Men hasn't passed? It? I saw Men did pretty good over the weekend. <laughs> big, big Jesse Buckley fan over here. Haven't seen that flick yet, but I'm looking. Are we sure to... Morbius isn't the top grossing film of the Ooh. year. Top, top grossing in our heart. Um, but uh, Multiverse of Madness now sits just below Thor Ragnarok just above the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie as far as total worldwide box office. In theory, Multiverse of Man is still growing, still has a couple more weeks of uh, pulling in some big bucks. So we'll see where it ends up in the grand scheme of things. Again, quite the accomplishment in kind of still weird COVID era. And crazy, like kind of a crazy leap above the first Doctor Strange. I mean, I know obviously now the character is so much more ingrained in our our, our collective uh Marvel Hearts, but like, I mean, it's like double what their Doctor first Doctor Strange made or something like that. Like, it's crazy. Uh, you know, all it took was a little Wanda, a little mother's love, the love of a mother, <laughs> to make the to make the movie really sing. Uh, and then moving on to our what's on our thumbnail for this video, if that got you to click on it. So we maybe possibly kind of got our first look at Namor mm. uh, over the weekend. There was some kind of weird tweets of like blurry photos and it like artist me renderings of 15 on the internet and like my mom <laughs> coming home in about 10 minutes and me just googling cindy margolis and like trying to get like and just having her one millimeter by millimeter appearing on my computer <laughs> and then it being completely blurry starting to sharpen up door opening me scrambling to pull up my umbros yeah. Oh, Cindy, Cindy Margolis. The, the most, That's a name I've not heard in some time. The most downloaded woman on the internet. That That's was right. her, yeah, yeah, her yeah. gnome de plume there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can only hope Namor will be the most downloaded man on the internet at one point. Um, but we, we not only got kind of these like artist renderings, what maybe his character might look like, uh, we got an image of a rap gift for folks that don't know, anytime a, a movie or a TV series finishes a season or finishes filming, they give rap gifts, like they're wrapping up to all the cast and crew. A lot of times these gets, get in the hands of low level grips and PAs who then immediately sell them on eBay or post photos on Twitter or whatever. And this particular uh, image was of a hat, a baseball cap that has a picture. I looked up the pronunciation on this. I hope I, I get it right. It is um, te Tepeyoto. Um, which is an Aztec jaguar god uh, on the fo on the hat that's the rap gift for Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So yes. we're thinking maybe this is connecting. If Namor is the main villain of Black nice. Panther Two, maybe they're kind of shifting his origin or or connecting the dots here that 
the Atlanteans are connected to kind of Aztec mm. history. Okay. Now, I, I just want to give this is actually an earnest hot tip. If you are a film aficionado or a TV aficionado and you live in Southern California or New York or Chicago, go to Goodwill and you will find it pristine wrap gifts from all of your favorite shows, T-shirts. I'm not even kidding. Like, I know Goodwill can be a little dicey. You might get a pair of jeans with some stains you don't recognize, but they're Calvins. They're Calvins. Uh, a brand that has not been relevant in 25 years. But uh, but I, I can tell you, I have found some very, I mean, I found some, like, Breaking Bad rap gifts there once. Like, you could get, I once very hurtfully found the middle rap gifts there, and I was I wanted to <laughs> trace it back one? to... Oh, I I got double gifts because I was twice. <laughs> twice. But uh, anyway, not to derail the conversation. But yes. if you're a full bump, go to those Goodwills and get those wrap gifts, baby. They belong yeah. to the house, not a Goodwill. It is it is one of the fun parts of living in Southern California. Also, sometimes you'll see unhoused individuals with like a CSI Miami yes, T-shirt, yes. and you're like, did they work on CSI Miami, or was that look a little closer? It's David Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, still taking those sunglasses off. Looks maybe. like this house is in a home. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> um, so anyways, what are we, and, and you know, this is maybe a, a, a fuller topic. We don't have a ton of information on, on Namor, his involvement in Wakanda Forever. We're just starting to get more information. Some different cast members and things like that are starting to talk about it. Again, the, apparently they've wrapped principal photography on the film who knows where we are as far as getting a trailer. Seems like Marvel really likes to drop the trailer for its next movie right before the premiere of its current movie. So maybe early July we might see a trailer for this right ahead of uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Who knows? Um, what What are you thinking about this news surrounding Namor and Black Panther 2? So hard because it's like, it's such a, a I mean through the scope of Marvel Comics, a large character, but not one that's been, like, immensely popular in a long time. So introducing this character is kind of a, more of a... It's like an Earthbound Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like they have to introduce it in an amazing way that people don't necessarily have to be pre-existing Submariner or Namor fans. They can just be like, all right, I just like this character and what they're doing in the movie. So, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure to... Uh, kind of stick the stick the launch and the landing, so to speak, on it. And uh, right now we have so little information, but I mean it's Marvel, so they're probably going to make it awesome, right? I mean we can believe it. Yes. I know people think I'm, that we're paid by Marvel. If I was, I wouldn't have bare walls, <laughs> prison like setup. So yeah. bare, bare wall club here. I was really hoping yeah. well, and, there would be like oh, a reference to Atlantis or Atlanta or, or uh, Atlantis uh, in Atlanta. Uh, in um, the Eternals, right? Because in the comics, yeah. the Eternals and the Deviants, they play a big role in the sinking of Atlantis. Right. But this kind of twist of like maybe tying them to the Aztecs is very interesting. Like this kind of like old world empires and maybe the Aztecs were like a, a portion of the Atlanteans that escaped before the sinking. I don't know. And it separated the two uh, tribes. Something like that. It's very cool. Well, but... I I think you're right. There's a lot of introduction that has to be done here. A lot of pushing it away from Aquaman, who kind of owns the man underwater space as it is right now. So it'll be really cool to see what they do. And I'm, I'm wondering if it'll be a reverse of that. And then the, the Eternals will be brought back once Namor is introduced, right? Mm. Like, I mean, we did have, we did, we did have, what's his name? Barry Keogh 
messing up messing up things in South America and Central America oh, yeah. in the movie. So you know. Oh, interesting. Well, and and like like you were saying, Tommy, both Namor right is also a different like species, right? The Atlanteans, right? This isn't like Killmonger where he's like a special forces guy and like mm-hmm. you know there was nothing necessarily supernatural, I guess, other than the uh, kind of the spirituality of of the uh, Black Panther uh, culture, right? And the Wakandans in the first um, Black Panther. Uh, so yeah, this will be a big, I like, are there an entire race of people living under the ocean uh, somewhere? Uh, that That's a big, that's a big jump kind of from the conflict centered in the first movie. And I also want to say, you know, this, a lot of people have been speculating about Namor showing up in this even before casting rumors got out there because in the kind of most recent Ta-Nehisi Coates run of comics uh of black panther comics that a lot of the first film pulled from heavily there's a big story arc with namor where he like floods wakanda like the atlanteans and the wakandans have like a giant war uh dr doom plays a little role in that Mm -hmm. there's been some Mm -hmm. dr doom whispers uh slipping out on the internet i don't know that they're connected to black panther forever but um i love doom whispers whispers baby (laughs) That's, a, that's like my white noise is Doom Whispers. Yeah, that's, a, well, that's what I'm sort of most excited about, about this whole Namor thing is that character in the comics has so many connections to a lot of characters that we've been sort of like wanting so bad to be introduced into the MCU. You have X-Men, the Fantastic Four, Fantastic all these Four. people. He's, he's that, a mutie, right? Yeah. He's a mutant. And, and hopefully yeah. that this character can sort of draw from all sort of corners of Marvel comics and and introduce all these folks. I know we've been saying for like years, oh, this is how the Fantastic Four is going to be introduced. This is how the X-Men <laughs> is going to be introduced, but it feels like the time. Maybe they'll have an it's, accident. It's bubbling it. up like a Atlantean uprising. <laughs> all of our predictions are kind of like finally coming to fruition. That's right. That's right. Coming up to the surface after being buried uh, long ago. We'll be coming back to uh, maybe a little bit more Wakanda Forever and Namor discussion. Meanwhile, throw your thoughts in the chat. Maybe you got uh, some predictions of how he might be introduced, uh, what that conflict might be centered around. Is he going to be a mutant? Is there going to be an entire race of Atlanteans? How might that uh, be connected to the Aztec culture? Throw your thoughts in the chat. We'll try to get back to those later in the episode. Moving on, though, and this is big news here at New Rockstar's headquarters. We've been scrambling all day. We got word a second Thor Love and Thunder trailer is dropping tonight during the NBA playoffs on uh, network TV. So we are going to uh, be scrambling to cover that. Um, Eric Voss is going to have a reaction live on the channel pretty soon after the trailer drops. We'll have a breakdown on the channel tomorrow. Uh, And we're gonna come back to this trailer topic in a few minutes for a little, speaking of doom whispers, mandatory fun. Ah, the the most doom-filled whisper you could possibly utter. Ah, that's that's the that's the whistle I have to play to keep the mandatory fun goblin from jumping out. That keeps him asleep. Oh God, we must we must let them get their rest. Uh, Speaking of trailers, we got a couple other big trailers dropped in the last twenty four hours. We got, after it kind of half leaked on the internet, we got a Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 reckoning. That's not a promise. That's a threat, Part (laughs) 1. Dead Reckoning Part 1. So this is going to be a two-part Dead Reckoning, I guess. Uh, I don't know that I can handle that much reckoning with the dead. (laughs) 
We were just talking before this aired, and now we all li- love the Mission Impossible franchise and have seen all the episodes. But can you, after one, two, three, can you name the subsequent sequels with their subtitle in any kind of order? Yes. Okay. Uh, there's Ghost. There's Rogue Nation. There's Ghost Protocol. There's Mission. In, what was the sixth there's one? There's a Fallout in there somewhere, right? Or is that that's it, right? Oh yeah. I think that's it. Fallout. Okay. Rogue, Rogue Nation, Ghost Protocol, Fallout. Which one okay. had the Chimera? Was that the second one? I think it was. That was the John uh, Woo. The, the motorcycle Chimera fight? was the second one with uh, Tandy Newton. And the motorcycle fight, right? Yes. The same way I always find you. Magic. Sticks <laughs> the Chimera virus up in the air and catches Oh, it. yes, yes, yes. Maybe uh, I which... am begging for it. That <laughs> which one had Philip Seymour Hoffman? Was that, that two was, or three? I believe three. the fourth Three. three. Yeah, that was the three. That was the fun one. Yeah, yeah. He like has a weird mask technology that I want. Yeah, yeah. It's like goofy. Um, hurt your wife now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so good. I miss him every day. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Pride uh, of Rochester, Pride of Fairport, New York. We love you, Philip. Oh, rest in peace. Um, but I mean, this movie looks wild. Like it, the plot at this point, the overall franchise plot, indecipherable. It's wild. They just build these movies around insane action pieces. They've kind of become the like slightly thinking man's Fast and the Furious. Yes. Exactly. No disrespect. Thomas the car. In the- it does feel like Thomas this franchise car. is rocketing toward a Mars trip. You know, Fast and Furious already did space. Ooh. We're gonna go to Mars, and and we're gonna do it for real. His name is Tom Cruise. <laughs> And it's not the car movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, guys? Cruise, like a car. I don't know. Lay it out for me again, Tom please. Cruise, <laughs> like a car. How have we not gotten Tom... Mission Impossible Cruise Control as one of these subtitles? <laughs> for fuck's sake. They burned that one. Cruise. They burned it on a speed sequel. Yes. That's right. Uh, and then we got, I love they they call it, they're even saying now, final trailer. Uh, when they release these trailers, we got a final trailer for Stranger Things season four, which comes out this Friday. I just, before we talk about this trailer, I just want to give everybody a little heads up on the content that is coming their way. The next 10 days of your life are going to be insane. We get late Thursday, early Friday, we get two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi dropping, episode one and two. Friday night or evening or whatever, we get Stranger Things season four, part one, which is still like 14 hours of content or something like that, right? Didn't they announce the run times yeah. of this show and it's crazy long? It's a lot. Um, and, it's, and it's lopsided, though they are breaking the season into two chunks. The second chunk is a much smaller chunk than the first chunk. But I that believe, last episode, two and a half hours. It's insane. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a long one. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, I love it. I love yes. it. I wish they were not. I wish they were all nine hours. <laughs> yes. Every episode. Again, how, how can we complain about getting a lot of the stuff we love? And then we're just a, a you know, a week and change away from Miss Marvel. We'll have another Obi-Wan next Wednesday. So in the next like 10 days, we get three episodes of Obi-Wan. Uh, it's a it's a bouquet of riches over here. Not to mention the boys. I can't wait for Eric and I to not sleep for <laughs> two solid nights in the calendar week because we're up talking Obi-Wan. Yes. Eric and Tommy are going to be at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, California on Thursday and Friday. They're going to be going to events, seeing uh, maybe some exclusive clips, trying to talk to people, uh, still making content. We won't have Tommy probably on the breakdown, at least not live. He might be sending in some dispatches from the field. We're very excited for all of the cool experiences both of them are going to have down there. And if, hey, if you're down there at Star Wars Celebration, and you see uh, two gentlemen probably masked up 
but who you recognize from the from the forehead <laughs> yeah, to the nose. Uh, say simply, hey. simply play this tune. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And I will answer. <laughs> Rohan will answer. Yes. I, I do love I did want to chat just briefly about the Stranger Things final trailer. Like in watching that, and I watched the previous trailer, I haven't watched the first eight minutes that they've released because I feel like that's a bridge too far. But it's like, oh, there's so much footage in this final trailer that I hadn't seen before. Like, and of course, because they got so many hours of content, this final trailer looks incredible. Like, I don't know, had it been stated yeah. before it ends with like, you know, the gang goes or everything gets turned upside down and you see them riding their bikes in the upside down, like that is dope. I'm very <laughs> excited that. My, my, my nephew James, fan of the show, fan of the channel, frequent appearer of Rogue Theories from about two years ago in the pandemic, has reported to me today he's now watched all three for, of the seasons five times through. So <laughs> if we need him to come on and explain some stuff through the filter of a 12-year-old. He's ready to Well, rock. speaking of which, oh, I'm one of those sad people who needs a recap of every single new season of television that I watch. And Whitney... I'll have you guys... Say guys, it again? I'll have so oh, long. good. But I was going to say, Whitney is doing a great um, recap of the first three seasons. Because it's been, what, Zach, like... Yes. For, I, I, it came out before I started working in New Rockstars two and a half years yeah. ago. Way, so. way, way pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I need that. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be coming out on the channel Wednesday or Thursday, Something I like believe. She's kind of catch us all up, remind us of all the stuff that happened because there's been a lot. There's been great. a lot. Yeah. Um, great. Great. We're very excited. We'll we'll be we'll be a busy crew this weekend and into next week, and then basically all the way through June. It's. Uh, first week of June, we get the boys comes yeah. back. Oh my God! At the same Who's hosting time? the boys underground? No one's reached out to me. Am I fired? Am I rehired? Am I'm I pretty sure you're in? doing it, Tommy. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is me reaching out to you right now. It's you. Ready to go underground again? Come with me, everyone. Hear my Swato theories. <laughs> so yeah, at the same time, there are a few weeks we'll be getting Miss Marvel, Obi Wan, and the boys all at the same time. Also, we have no idea when they're dropping Rick and Morty. The next season, they'll probably surprise. That will them. also be me. That will also explain. The theory is August for that, but you never know; it could come earlier. Uh, so we're excited here on the channel. There's going to be a lot to talk about coming forward. But one thing we want to talk about real quick are the folks that help us bring this show to you. And today, that is Athletic Greens. Uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring the show. Tommy actually has some of their product. That's the AG One product from Athletic Greens. In every scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and other great stuff to get your day started right. And I gotta be honest, in my path, my eternal quest for fitness, I have drank a thousand of these powdered <laughs> supplement drinks. This is good, I could drink this. You saw I just took half of it down. It tastes good, I'll be yes. honest with you. I can look at the back, there's lots of good stuff in here. I don't know if I can drink it, so anyone can. Yes. And, and in fact, hopefully when we get back in, in studio, we'll all have access to some delicious uh, athletic greens. We're we'll getting this back. This is mine now. Fair. <laughs> fair. Uh, the special blend of ingredients in, in AG1 supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your focus, your recovery, all kinds of great stuff. And as, as Tommy kind of mentioned, President New Rockstars, you know, we are often up late catching premieres. Maybe we have to go straight from work to a screening. We're doing that tomorrow. We're going to a screening of Top Gun Maverick, but we'll be going, you know, and you got to grab fast food or 
or you know uh, microwave uh, something and it's tough to feel like you're getting all the nutrients you need in in for the day maybe you also have similar experiences so athletic greens is great for that because you can feel like well i checked a lot of my boxes here at the beginning of the day by by slamming some ag1 and i know that uh, no matter what i'm able to consume the rest of the day i'm kind of taken care of uh and Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all it takes. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash break room the name of this show again that's athleticgreens.com slash break room to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance it also helps us out here at the show we appreciate athletic greens and we appreciate you folks that use that link all right we also of course want to promote um oh actually you know what i want to promote new Rockstars is on tumblr i've mentioned yeah, this baby. a few times before uh, some folks watching, maybe you've been on Tumblr in the past. Maybe you're a current person on Tumblr, but you're there for interior decorating tips or um, supernatural memes or whatever it might mean. Find us on Tumblr. It's New Rockstars Official. We made a lot of really cool Moon Knight content. Jessica Clemens is on there going off. Yeah, She's very night. excited. Just killing it. Yeah. Yes. She's very excited about Ms. Marvel. She's like done a lot of comics research and Tumblr is like a great place for her to kind of like post those screenshot comparisons and cool stuff like that. So follow us on Tumblr if you're not already. Uh, it's gonna be really cool, especially built around Ms. Marvel. Now, Tommy, I almost awakened a demon earlier and <laughs> you, you played your magic flute to keep that demon asleep, oh, yes. but might might be that time. Time for Time for what? Time for mandatory fun. <laughs> ah! It's time for mandatory fun. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> yes, it's time for mandatory fun. The segment's so nice, we play the graphic twice. The segment's so icy, sometimes we play it thricey. Hit that graphic again. That's right, it's the segment that's never a snore, so sometimes we henceforth play it for. <laughs> Hit that graphic again! This is abuse. This is abuse. All right, it's time for Mandatory Fun, where I get three absolute, undisputed best friends in the whole wide world. <laughs> for a little bit of non-optional uh, enjoyment with me. So, today we're talking Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder, trailer coming out tonight. So we have no other choice than to make some predictions. But I don't want us to just get out there and do some rogue predictions or ask some big questions or go inside Marvel or, you know, Wookiee leak out some information or, you know, even go underground with the boys on this one. I want us to make... I want you to Rick explain to me <laughs> feel about the trailer coming up i want each one of you to make one safe prediction okay. and i want you guys to make one what prediction one out there prediction and then i professional handicapper degenerate gambler and someone who wants that 
three dollars on a twelve leg parlay and had to pay out four hundred and ninety seven dollars boatdog.com before it was shut down by the FBI. Money in the form of a check. And it took three weeks to get to my house. That check cleared, baby. I'm the greatest gambler of all time, and I will be handicapping because each one of you has told me you will bet twenty dollars of your own yes. real money. Yeah one of these predictions that we hear henceforth. So, got it right ooh, here. A prop. Brandon, I'll, g- I'll give away the serial number on stream. Oh, look at that. All right, download oh. use that download code guys. Call us. <laughs> Call in if you, you can counterfeit you see that now. Code. All right. And don't forget to hit that super chat guys. We know that times are tough. And that <laughs> gas is $94 a gallon, but wouldn't you like to hear me say the f word once? <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first with a safe prediction? Safe. I got I got a safe prediction. Okay. I've been I've been noodling on, on this ever okay. since you announced uh, what we were gonna have to do. Uh, this is a prediction I made for the first one, but I want to repurpose it because I think sure. it's gonna come through. You know, we had uh, "Sweet Child of Mine" as the yes. song for the first trailer. Okay. Yes. I think they're not gonna reuse that song. I think they want a fresh song. Uh, this is Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. So I think this trailer is gonna use Meat Loaf's. Anything for love. Wow. I think they're gonna use it this time. They're gonna use that they they want the nostalgia, they want the rock. And I would do anything for love. Yeah. (laughs) Run right into hell and back. (laughs) Oh the pipes. Thank God we gotta make sure microphone so everyone can crispy. Beautiful, beautiful sounds. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, we got the you know, classic rock throwback in the last trailer. I think we're going to make the tone a little more serious, okay? Mm. It's going to be somber to start. We've got Gore the God Butcher coming into this movie. And similar to, I was rewatching the trailer for Captain America Civil War the other day because it's just so good. Um, and similar to how that movie ends with Iron Man taking Rhodey's helmet off after he's plummeted, I think we're going to have. Something that we don't quite know what it is when we're watching the trailer, but I think we're going to see a character that we love right before their death in the eventual movie. And I think it's going to be Valkyrie. Someone said on the break room the other day that they thought Valkyrie might not make it. It was Tommy. And I think we're going to see some... She's got a sacrifice. She's she's King Valkyrie now. She's making a sacrifice. I think we're going to see the very early moments of her death in this trailer. That's your safe prediction. That's safe. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. I feel wow. really good. Kind of like kind of like how we kind of maybe saw Aunt May's pre-death a little yeah. in the yeah. Spider-Man one. Yeah. yeah. We saw her in peril. We yeah. saw her in peril. Yes. Um, okay, well, I'm going to play it. Both these guys, yeah, coming out of the gate, not feeling very safe for the safe yeah. prediction. So I'm going to play it very safe. We're going to get our first official look a Christian Bale oh, score, the God Butcher. So sick. I mean, come on, that's so. We, that's guaranteed. That's, that's what I was asking for. I think a fade to black and then a. Gods have had it all for way too long. Someone needs to bring the gods to their knees. Yeah. <laughs> Someone moving in my eye line. Who's moving Did in my you? eye line? <laughs> You're a good dude, but we're done professionally. <laughs> Australian in my version, but <laughs> Welsh is tough. Welsh is tough. Okay, so now 
We've all got our three safe predictions. All right, everybody. I had the safe predictions, and here's how I run it. Here's how I run it. Meatloaf's I would do anything for love. I'm putting that at four to one odds. That's four to one odds for Meatloaf. I would do anything for love. Now, uh, oh, sorry. Just got a slack from Dodson. It kind of threw me off my game. No problem, Dodson. Uh, that's my fault. I got to be more of a professional. Next thing, <laughs> next thing, we got Valkyrie's death being teased. I'm putting that at eight to one, Johnny. Eight to one odds coming in home. Finally, we got the first appearance of Go the God Butcher. I got that heavy favorite at one to two. That's right. Ooh. You got about two dollars to win one dollar for Go the God Butcher. It just seems like a shoe in at this point. Now let's get to those risky predictions. Okay. Well, uh, we should go in reverse order this time, though, okay, right? Snake drafts. Okay. My my risky prediction is, you know, in the previous trailer, we saw what we think is Russell Crowe as Zeus from the back, right? Kind of like waving his arms to the crowd. I think in this one, I'm kind of building off of my safe prediction. We see Gore the God Butcher holding Zeus's Ooh, severed head. That's so my. fun. God, I love that prediction. That's excellent. All right. Um, okay. John, you you go in the same order since there's only three. That's of them. right. I, I don't feel good about this prediction at all. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're here. I think what we're going to do, we're going to see a character that we were not expecting to be in this movie yet. We saw Ooh. a little tease of Bast in that photo. I'm thinking maybe we get some characters from Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think maybe somehow we see a Shuri or a Killmonger in an ancestral plane or something Whoa. wild like that. I don't, I don't know how that would happen in the trailer, but that's that's where I'm leaning. I like it. Daddy likey. All right, Brandon. Ugh, I kind of had a cameo, too, for my, my risky one. We like cameos. We like cameos. I got a very cameos. specific cameo because I really thought about this one, okay? I, I see where John's going with this. They like to maybe pop in another MCU character to get your, your interest peaked. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of like how we, we got to see Hulk in Thor Ragnarok, even though it was a sure. big part of that one. We saw Star-Lord and the, the Guardians in the Yeah, yeah, trailer. we see them. I think there's going to be one out of like nowhere that we're not going to expect. And I was trying to think of who it could be. I was narrowing down my options. I think we will see walking around New Asgard with his family, doing a little tour. We're going to see Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, oh. hanging out in New Asgard. Maybe a little Bobby Cannavale. Maybe he's there, too. The whole, <laughs> taking the whole family. They're all walking around seeing New Asgard. Mm. But that's my risky pick. I think we'll see like a comedic MCU cameo. I think it'll be Ant-Man. I think he's a, he's a safe one to throw in that doesn't really change up everything. Mm. Unfortunately, like you're all wrong. It's going to be an Odin and Frigga cameo confirmed. <laughs> Oh, the dead baby. All right, here's how I score these Ricky risky predictions. We got a seven Zeus head held by Gore the God Butcher at 12 to 1 odds. 12 to 1 odds for that. We got Wakanda cameos forever coming in at 16 to 1 odds. I got that at 16 to 1 odds. And finally, Ant Man doing a little window shopping at a, at a troll shop in New Asgard. <laughs> I got that at 15 to 1. Score that at 15 to 1 odds. Now, gentlemen. Place your bets. Also, I want to shout out Tommy's Larry Merchant voice. 
I feel like I'm watching HBO boxing in 1997. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, ooh. Well, and now, and we said before that actually you can place a bet on other people's predictions. Yeah, yeah. So you right. can you can distribute your twenty dollars however you like. I'm going to. I kind of like I like John's risky bet. I'm going to put five dollars on, and we're just saying a cast member from the a Wakandan of some of some form. Five dollars on Wakandan cameo in the trailer, in the trailer, and then I'll put. A ten on my safe bet because I I'm a I'm I'm playing it safe here. I'm gonna say Gore the, the God Butcher, bet. and then, then the safe bet of appearance of Gore the God Butcher, and then f my final five on my risky bet of we see a dead or a head beheaded Zeus. We got three bets in play. Three bets in play for Zach Huddleston. Could be a massive payout, or Zach could be owing the bank a lot of money. <laughs> All right, John, what are your bets today? Um, Similar to Zach, I'm gonna split uh, on two on two different predictions. Zach, two bets for John. Okay. I think there's no question that we're gonna see Gore the God Butcher in this trailer. We have to see him. So I'm gonna put ten dollars on Zach's risky prediction uh, that we're gonna see him first appear with Zeus's severed head. I love that. I think that would be so fun. Ten dollars, and by the way, that would pay off. Taika Waititi's exclamation that this is a Russell Crowe performance we've never seen before. Has <laughs> he ever lost his head in a movie? We know he's been stabbed to death. We know he's jumped off a bridge, I believe. But I do not think we've ever seen him be beheaded. Good, good, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to put my final $10 on my safe prediction, which in comparison is now starting to sound a little risky, of Valkyrie's moments from death uh, Hopefully it's her. If it's another character, I'll be very disappointed, but I think it'll be her. Last few moments of Valkyrie's life coming in as your safe yet risky bet. Action bets for John. Will he see riches or will he see rags? Only tonight's trailer drop will tell us the truth. Brandon, <laughs> what are your wagers today? Okay, I got to put $5 on my own bet that we'll hear anything for love. $5 I got five... on a meatloaf tune. Anything I got love. If they play bad out of hell, you will not be paid out. The house <laughs> only guarantees anything for love. Uh, I also got $5 on an Ant-Man cameo. Uh, $5 for sure. on Scott Lang and possibly Bobby Carnival <laughs> in New Asgard. If they show up anywhere else but New Asgard, the house will not pay out. Uh, two for Gore the God Butcher to pay for my parking. $2 on Gore the <laughs> God Butcher to pay $1. And then uh, $8 for Valkyrie dead. I kind of like that. Uh, we got total bets. One on Valkyrie being dead. One on Gore the God Butcher. One on the Lang family. And one on a meatloaf tune. The bets are in, boys. All sales are final. We'll see you tomorrow at the payouts. This has been mandatory fun. The segment that keeps us alive so many times. Sometimes we play the graphic for five. <laughs> Hit my graphic again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a performance! Oh, Tommy. what a performance, Tommy! What a performance! Also, I, I love you guys both going all in on uh, Valkyrie getting killed. I, not that he has final say in this, but I, Taika Waititi, I think would like to keep uh, Tessa Thompson around <laughs> as much as possible. If uh, <laughs> some rumors uh, are, are true, most definitely. Uh, oh, I want to. I want a quick shout out a couple folks in the chat. Um, Alejandro Rodriguez saying, could the mystery Illuminati member be Nick Fury? I like that Ooh, thought. I That's like that. been in that empty seat. 
maybe maybe even the 838 Nick Fury was off world in a in a sword space station possibly uh Frey girl saying can we refer to Brandon and John as on-screen producers now no. you know off screen's a state of mind That's more right. so than it is a, it's a tax haven style. it's a tax haven baby <laughs> don't take away my tax haven even when I was off screen, I demanded to be on camera, Tommy, and they <laughs> people were pretty supportive and, of that. And then uh, Johnny Strickland, twenty four, thank you for the super chat, sir. Uh, saying not Marvel related, but Chippendale did with Space Jam two wanted to. Yeah. Surprisingly, a pretty right. dang good movie. We've got a breakdown for it on our channel right now. Did Just it come out? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, soon as we're done live here, hop on over and, and watch that <laughs> breakdown, Eric put together with with Whitney's help and a lot of other folks trying to spot all the 100 plus cameos in that film. This is something we casually talk a lot about around the office too, is that if there are things that you're on the fence about watching, pop on the breakdown, watch the first couple minutes. If you're intrigued, great. Go turn off the breakdown, watch the uh, movie. If you don't want to watch the movie, watch the breakdown. Get all, got yeah. all the information you need from that breakdown. Absolutely. I've, I've been known to do that before in my life. You'll get all the big plot details, the fun bits, yeah. any any cameos you might have missed. Yes. We know and if you don't want to watch the breakdown, go to YouTube and watch the music video for Mariah Carey's song <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> a hell of a you song. You can't do that. How about you're going to you watch that, that and not, not uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers breakdown from <laughs> 1984? Um, yeah, you're right. And then some, some hot fire in the Super Chats here. Stanky the Cat saying... I did the costumes here in LA. It's Namor. Mm. A, another potential costume leak, or just going off the vibes of? I don't know. The Stinky costume. the cat. I I would. Uh, I hope. I hope that's not your legal name, because you might. Oh no! You know. I I I once did a wardrobe fitting with Stinky the cat. It was behind a, an In and Out burger, <laughs> in Chatsworth. Uh, Stanky rolled up in a in an old shag carpeted van, and I I went in there and tried on about forty five different outfits. Well, uh, well, well, they took pictures. And, you uh, you hadn't even booked anything though, had you? No. <laughs> the weird thing is, they called a payphone, and I just picked up, and they said Tommy, and I was like Stanky, <laughs> and they're like, I'll be behind the In and Out Burger at Chatsworth. You'll see the van. The door will fly open. You'll see the carpet, unmistakable. And I'll be honest, I took about a, a probably about a thousand photos that day and a few, a few videos as well, which is weird for a fitting. They normally don't do a video, but Stanky <laughs> was insistent. We want to see how it moves on you. I gotta uh, watch. I gotta watch your midsection. Make sure it's stable. <laughs> oh, Stanky the cat. Maybe maybe you're letting some slip. Stanky the cat. If you're if you're a real industry insider and you want to reach out with uh, anything else, newrockstarsinc at gmail.com is our official business address. Um, okay. Brandon, you have a break room breakdown you wanted to get into. Uh, yeah, we were going to talk a little bit about what Eric uh, brought up on the channel today, but we might save that for tomorrow, oh, I think. Fair. We've been yeah. having too much Ooh, fun here on the breakdown. Oh. A little tease, a little tease. Oh. There's a great video uh, Eric put out about some mix of uh, the 838 universe and what the X-Men there might have been up to. We'll talk about that tomorrow oh, so I guess on the breakdown. Mandatory fun ran a little mandatory long. I <laughs> well, I mean, we got to make money here on, on the break, uh, in the break room. Isn't that true? Uh, Tyrannosaurus Bex had a super chat that I found very interesting. Oh. Um, they mentioned, can we take a minute to acknowledge the people that were blipped while riding in an airplane that came back only to plummet to their deaths? Hashtag reigning men. Also, women are allowed on airplanes. I've, I've, Not the ones I've had I a lot of conversations about this. 
Uh, I, fly, I fly spear air. It's really nice. You got uh, to uh, be anatomically male to get, get off the plane. <laughs> get out of here. They oh always, that's gosh. the only airport where you have to get patted down. There are no, you can't just walk through a check. They got to pat you down. It's really nice, though. Complimentary drinks. Spear, spear, spear airline. Is that is Goldberg the pilot there? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's just there, spearing people up and down the aisles. There is Look a like jackhammer the, as you land. Sorry, Brandon. Oh, it's okay. There was a BS answer that the I believe the uh, the Russos gave about this, where they said, yeah. "Well, when Hulk does his snap to bring back everybody, uh, in his mind he's saying bring them back safely, or the." The intention behind it is to bring everyone back in a safe way so people who were up in the air. There's also the thing to consider that the Earth is not in the same spot of space that it was when the blip happened, so people would just be blipped into a random spot of space. I've also theorized, like, what if you were having surgery when you were blipped? Would you come back and your body still be open? What, what if, if you, you had were been, giving birth? What if you were giving birth? What if you'd been stabbed by a knife and you blipped and you come back and now you have a knife wound? <gasps> All these things. What if someone had built a building where you were standing when you were blipped? But the Russos have said that people were brought back safely, which is such a BS. What if you were at an orgy? What mm-hmm. if you were at an orgy? Half the people disappeared from the orgy. The other half completely turned their lives around. Okay? They completely mm. turned their lives around, became different people in those five years. Blip reverses. The orgy's back on, 50% less powerful. Do you yeah. continue? Or do you go and try and find your mom and dad and your rest of your family? I don't know. I mean, I think the real the real horror and the real darkness does exist in the people who got remarried during the blip. Yes. Oh, yeah. The people who were happy to get away from their abusive right. partners during the blip and now they're back. Like, that's the real darkness. But if you were in jail and you were blipped away and you blipped back, do you have to serve the remainder of your sentence? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I there, don't would know. Be a, there would be a fun comic series of, like, like, uh, like private investigators who, like, clean up people's blipped lives like where they're like i like my old life can you like can you keep keep this person away from me or can you like sew up this loose end or fix this problem for me we actually did take someone out we we did a really early episode of big question on sort of blipplications and all the weird questions that this question poses um that you should check out but Another thing that could be interesting is if if Hulk blipped everyone back safely, does that mean that like people with cancer who got dusted and came back now like somehow are healed? All these ailments that mm. people had, do, do you, you think, still have? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that they would be? Or, yeah, safe? also, what if you had a stomach parasite? Right. Did the parasite also get blipped inside of you and it comes back? <laughs> uh... And here's well, the even so... crazier thing to think about is that this happened throughout the universe, right? Uh... There are plenty of planets where people had no idea what was going on. They didn't know about Thanos. They don't know about Infinity Stones. They don't know anything. So they're just on their planet. One day, half the people disappear. Uh, and five years later, half those people come back and they have no idea what it means. It would create chaos on that planet, like religious chaos. Do you think insanity. there would have been some like Avengers show... outreach? You know, people on Earth trying to send messages to people being, you know, Captain Marvel Captain was like Marvel's off planet. flying around. Yeah, but it's, there are planets that are not uh, advanced enough to have right. communication with like other planets and, and the Grand Galaxy Federation or whatever it's called in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Nova Corps, I guess, for lack of a better term. What Stark. were you going to say, Tommy? I was going to say, do you think the show The Big Bang Theory exists in Marvel <laughs> 616? And like, how were they able to keep churning out 
joke a thirty every thirty second comedy <laughs> after Thanos blip? Like, were they just like, did they show up to work the next day and they're like, well, Jim Parsons blipped, Kaylee Cuoco's still here, Johnny Galecki's still here, Simon Kinberg, or not Simon Kinberg, Simon whatever his name is, is still here. Uh, the other guy's still here. Got it. The one guy that's a person of color. Of course, I can't my, remember his name. My Mbialik still here. My Mbialik still here. Uh, you know, the whole gang. Most of them didn't blip. Chuck Lorre did blip, though. Unfortunately, <laughs> we, we know for a fact. We know for a fact that the the Big Bang Theory exists in the MCU. Because if you don't remember, uh, in the Black, first Black Panther movie, Killmonger actually says Bazinga right before he, he that's tosses right. That's right. his, he does. his uh, cousin off the the water. He's like, I love that show. That's you yeah, know, it was under his breath. I'm your king now, Bazinga. <laughs> uh, and on that note. Um, <laughs> Rest in peace, Chuck Lorre. Snapped before your time. Um, we want to thank everybody for watching today. Uh, another uh, break room from home, as live as ever, but a little bit more remote than ever. Yeah. Uh, again, we're, we're probably going to be in a similar situation tomorrow and Wednesday. We hope you'll join us. We'll probably be making some tweaks along the edges. But then, fingers crossed, Thursday, we're back in studio for the rest of eternity. Um, a lot of folks working behind the scenes to get that figured out. But we thank you for your patience. We thank you for watching. Check out that Chip and Dale's breakdown. It just dropped on uh, the new Rockstar's Chip channel. Dale's? Oh, yeah. Yes. Chip and uh, not, not Chip and Dale's, but Chip and oh. Dale's. And mm -hmm. uh, we leave you with this musical interlude from Tommy Bechtel.